Hey everybody, this is Steve Huffman. I'm one of the pastors on staff here at the church and welcome to the Team Vineyard podcast. These are great. Uh, I enjoy doing them and uh, this is uh, a podcast on how to hear God in the marketplace or how to hear God at work. This is actually a workshop that we put on uh, this year and it was popular. I heard a a number of folks say, boy, it would be great if this was online. And so I'm going to give you a little sneak peek in this podcast, uh, some tips that we uh, shared at the 90-minute class that we had. So hopefully this will help. This will not be 90 minutes, uh, but hopefully here in about 15 minutes, we can share some of the top suggestions on how to hear God at work. So I'm going to jump right in. Uh, As a reminder, uh, we can hear three voices. We can hear God's voice, we can hear our own voice, or we can hear the enemy's voice. And so if you take any of the How to Hear God uh, workshops, uh, this is right up front. We can hear God's voice, which is should be always encouraging, even if it's correcting. It always aligns with scripture and moves us away from sin. Uh, a way to tell whether it's our own voice is it's very personal or me focused. So if I'm hearing my own internal voice, like right now, uh, I'm kind of hungry right? It, it's very me focused and, and uh, immediate needs focused. May not align with scripture either. And if it's the enemy's voice, it's critical, it's salting, uh, uses phrases like always and never. Uh, so if you hear in your, in your mind, you know, you're, I'm never going to be able to do that, or I'm always going to have this struggle. That's uh, frequently what the enemy would love to tell us. And it uh, would lead us towards sin. It would lead us to places away from community. And so it's just another way to tell what the enemy's voice is and frequently doesn't align with scripture. So again, we can hear three voices in the midst of wherever we're at, especially in the marketplace, God's voice, our own voice and the enemy. And so there's just ways in which uh, throughout my over 20 years in the marketplace uh, that we can uh, hear God's voice. And I just want to give you some tips. We, we actually gave, I'm looking at my notes here, we gave 12 tips on how to hear God's voice at work. I'm not going to share all 12 of them. you got to take the workshop in the future. But hopefully here's a few that will be helpful to you. So uh, uh, think of this. Strategies for interacting with God and hearing his voice. First is this. Realizing that you actually need God at work. How about that? Because even in the marketplace, we need God. I can remember uh, years and years I went uh, in the hospital and I felt like it was all on me. As a matter of fact, even when I say this, I, I can recall times where I would come home and feel like this thing is always on me. I've got to figure it out myself. And I would just feel this weight. And so a realization, if you want to start hearing from God in the marketplace, that God's actually interested in the marketplace. God's actually interested in partnering with you. And why wouldn't we want to partner with it? He's got like the, he's got the most insider information ever. And so uh, just the scripture comes to mind is Exodus 33, 14 through 16. God's telling Moses at this point where Moses is feeling this huge burden to do all this himself. He says, this is what God says. My presence will go with you and I will give you rest. And so even uh, during the busiest days in the marketplace, where you just feel this pressure, like I've, it's all on me, if we, ha- if we can reset 
with an understanding that God's presence can even be with us in the marketplace. And his desire is to give us rest, to partner with him. Without that basic understanding, it will feel like it's all in us and we'll struggle uh, uh, hearing God's voice and partnering with God in the midst of it. It also leads me to this second suggestion of be expectant. So the first is without uh, understanding that God wants to partner with us, we just won't, we won't understand what he's trying to say. Second is be expectant. Like he wants to talk to us. A Western worldview in business uh, is a worldview that very frequently uh, creates these uh, heroes in the marketplace and looks for these heroes. But if we read the Bible expectantly, if we partner with God expectantly, we can walk into the next day being expectant that God's going to show up and do something. Uh, so uh, what I try to do uh, in my, especially my last few years in the marketplace is be expectant. The things that I'm reading in my Bible time in the morning, that's just when my Bible time is, if something stands out or if I'm praying in the morning about something, I'm expectant that what I read and what stood out might actually be highlighted in my day at work. It, it's connected. And so uh, if I'm praying in the morning, I, I can remember times at which I would pray in the morning and I would be like, I'm not sure why Mark uh, uh, or Bill or, or John or Amy's uh, name came up during my prayer time in the morning, but I would be expectant that those people... Uh, God was doing something with those people. And so I would just expect to see God moving throughout my day. And I, I could I could sense that God was actually doing something. And so that expectation uh, that in my Bible time in the morning, my prayer time in the morning, that uh, whatever I was reading, I, it would just, I'd be looking for that. I would create this expectation that God wanted to interact during the day. And along with that, the, the third sort of suggestion is uh, pray. Like we talk about that frequently uh, at the vineyard, but it's okay to pray in the morning about your calendar during the day. So I would pull my phone out. I would look at my calendar and I would actually look at the meetings that I had during the day and I would pray about them because I, I needed God's wisdom. I didn't want to have to carry all that responsibility myself. And so I would pray before the day. I would pray before meetings. Didn't have to be eloquent meetings, but I can remember walking down the halls of my uh, workplace and knowing I had a meeting uh, uh, in front of me. And I would pray things like, God, would you, would you help me during this meeting? Because it's going to be hard and we need a great solution. So help us out in the midst of that. Uh, I would pray before events uh, that we were putting on. I happened to be in healthcare, so in, at the hospital, I would pray before meetings. And so we actually have to invite that that interaction. The di if we're going to hear from God, we need to be expectant, partner with Him, and actually pray. The other, uh, hopefully, you're getting all these. These are going pretty quick, I know. Uh, but here's another one uh, from the workshop. I can remember. Uh, I would fall in this trap of uh, problems coming up during the day or large projects. And I would end up focusing more on the problems than on solutions or what God might be bringing to mind. And I, I would fall in this trap. So this, if we want to hear God's voice, we've got to focus more on more than just the problems. And, and the way to do that, if you think about it, is pay attention to how you're discussing your day with your friends 
or with your spouse or even with God, if, if everything that you're discussing is the problem, maybe you're focused way too much on the problem. And a good suggestion is give the problem to God and start listening for answers. So focus more than just the problem. Here's the last one I'll give you. Again, there were 12 of them. I'm just going to give you half of them. Uh, so here's, here's the next one that can help us hear from God in the marketplace. I might give you a bonus one, but here, here, all right, here's the, here's the next one. Keep short accounts. Here's what I mean by this. Uh, forgiveness issues, issues between individuals in the marketplace can be contentious. So, a good way to ensure the enemy doesn't creep in the middle of relationships is by keeping short accounts. Meaning if someone has offended you or if you've offended someone, don't let that drag out for days and days and days. Go resolve that. Go apologize. Uh, 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 something we use here at the vineyard uh, when we're keeping short accounts is we'll actually go up and ask somebody, hey, did I do something that may have offended you or that made you angry. Can we just work through that? Because I don't want to carry that throughout the day. If you have uh, anger in the midst of relationship or unforgiveness, it's one of the ways that it becomes more and more challenging and difficult to actually hear what God might have to say about that person or about those issues. So keep short accounts. Don't get the en- don't do not give the enemy a foothold. Uh, I think Ephesians 4, 26 and 27, Ephesians 4, 26 and 27, you can look that up in your own Bible, is a good scripture for that, for keeping short accounts. Let's see if I can, you want a bonus one? I think we should give them a bonus one. Yeah, because it's Team Vineyard, so I'm going to do it. Uh, I'm looking over the list of 12. What's a really good one here? Let's see. Here we go. Be willing this, this is the bonus one. Be willing to stop for the one. So uh, th- this is a, a tip I heard uh, many years ago, but it's actually a model that Jesus uses. Jesus is amazing at walking through crowds and busyness and, and sort of the messiness of ministry or even the marketplace. And, and people are giving him information, but all of a sudden someone comes up uh, and, and like a Jarius is a good example. He was a, a, a leader in the synagogue. Uh, and in this large crowd, this man named Jarius comes up and bows before God and says, my daughter is sick. And, and when he bowed before Jesus, Jesus actually stopped in the midst of this crowd. He stopped for the one. And he was going to go help Jarius's daughter. I'm giving you a, a paraphrase. I think this is, uh, I can't remember the scripture right off the top of my head. I should, uh, but uh, you can look it up. It's in the gospel accounts uh, here while I'm talking. I'll even look it up for you. How about that? Uh, so he goes and he's going to help Jarius's daughter and filing through the crowd. And a woman who was bleeding touched his, touched his cloak and he realized power had left him and he stopped for the one again. And so Jesus throughout his ministry was just phenomenal at stopping through one. So, so here's how I have seen, at least in my experience in the marketplace, God move and where I've heard God's voice the most is being able to stop for the one in the busyness of the marketplace, noticing that someone is in need and stopping for them and asking them simple questions like, are you okay? Can I, can I pray for you? 
Is there anything I can pray for? And uh, what you notice is God highlighting individuals throughout your day who are in need of small bits of encouragement, who are in need of prayer, who are in need. I remember one instance where a nurse uh, who was having a terrible day just had not had lunch. And I noticed something was up, up and I stopped and I just asked her, hey, are you okay? Do you need anything? And the comment was, I haven't eaten lunch. I haven't eaten all day. And so I went and grabbed a quick lunch for it. It's those small acts where we can see God working in the marketplace to show the love of Jesus to people because God wants to partner with all of us in the marketplace. So there's that, that's, I think, six ways in which we could invite God into the marketplace, hear his voice more clearly in the marketplace. And so I want to encourage you as you go throughout your day to partner with God Be expectant. Don't feel like you've got to carry the whole weight on your shoulders because he wants to partner with us. He wants to give us peace and solutions and love even in the marketplace. And so hopefully those suggestions are helpful. I invite you to take any of the How to Hear from God workshops that are upcoming. You can find more information on those at thevineyard.org slash. I don't even know what the website is. No, no, no. The vineyard.info. That's where you want to go. The vineyard.info. See, the vineyard.info is where you want to go. So thanks a lot for tuning in to the podcast today, and I'll see you this weekend. <laughs>